Virgin Mornings Victoria. On demand. Now, Virgin Mornings Daily Anthem. Rihanna's pregnant. Oh, my God. Those photos that dropped yesterday. Like... You're, there's no like, oh, this is a rumor. Might be, might not. Might be like a photo of like maybe a bump from a certain angle. No. It's a full-on baby belly. Yeah. And it's like seven months of a baby belly. Like, seven months? It looks pretty big. Yeah, I don't does. know a lot about baby bellies. <laughs> yeah. But from my not-so-expert opinion, like that thing's been cooking for a while. Yeah. Got the line from the belly button down. I remember Heather had that line. Yeah. Needless to say, Rihanna's pregnant. So for the anthem. <laughs> I When I saw this, I had two very distinct thoughts. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Yeah. Two. Oh, my God. We're never going to get new music from her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe like a, maybe like a, like a kid's album. Oh. Like kid's songs. No yeah. one wants that. <laughs> I guess we just have to enjoy the old stuff. Yeah. Please don't stop the, please don't stop the, please don't stop the music. Just let Rihanna sing it. Just let Rihanna sing it. Okay. You know what she's saying there? No. No. That's why I don't say it. (laughs) Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. On 107.3 Virgin Radio. Too long didn't read? Well, good news. Bailey did. It's the TLDR with Bailey. The Royal BC Museum could be getting a major reno. Wow, on top of like the uh, old town, they're pulling old town out. I know that. This is more about the bones of the building. Ah. There's concerns over the fact that the building materials don't meet modern safety standards. So if there was some sort of seismic event or flooding, there's worry about the safety for guests and also the 7 million objects in the museum's care right now. Wow, yeah, they got some important things there. Yeah, it'd be pretty devastating. So they've apparently put together a business case for the province that would include the construction of a new state-of-the-art facility. Huh. It'd be pretty wild to see that big change come to government and Yeah, I do. I, I, growing up here, went field trips to the museum and everything, so there's some nostalgia connected with that building. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah, state-of-the-art to have that downtown and beautify that harbor even more would be sweet. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, the province hasn't given a thumbs up yet, but hopefully we get an announcement about that in the coming months. And now some new music news. We got a new album coming soon. Post Malone. Okay. Yeah, he's revealed that the title of his next album will be 12 Carat Toothache. Ah, I like that. I'm thinking he came up with that one night after having a toothache in one of his many 12 carat teeth. <laughs> so this is it. I've got it. Yeah, I'm sure he said it just like that. <laughs> we don't have a lot of details. Uh, we don't know when it's coming out, but it will be his shortest album, clocking in at just 45 minutes. Ooh, that's is, quick. Yeah, I'm like, no, he makes such good music. I want more. Quality over quantity. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. Lastly... Enjoy Wordle while it lasts. It's just been bought by the New York Times. Saw this. Thought of you and your Wordle empire. This is crazy. I just hope the New York Times doesn't ruin it by putting a pay gap, like a paywall on it. Right. Or riddling it with ads. 
as of right now, it looks the same. But this story is nuts. If you're not familiar, Josh Wardle, who's a software engineer, started this just as a puzzle for him and his partner to do together. Shared it with some family and friends. November 1st, there were 90 people playing it. Now, millions of people every day play the five-letter game, which is insane. So two months ago, just a software engineer, now millionaire. Yep, they say that the price of the purchase from the New York Times is in the low seven figures. Woo! What a time. Yeah, how'd you do today? I got it in two guesses. Oh, look at you. Feeling very smart this morning. (laughs) All right, thanks, Bailey. No problem. That is the too long, didn't read version of the top stories to kick off your Tuesday. Making mornings fun. Virgin Mornings with Brittany and Chris featuring Bailey. 107.3 Virgin Radio Victoria Virgin Mornings wants to know Who's the bad guy? It's Tuesday morning This is when we uh, present to you a situation And we ask for your input We want you to know who We want you to tell us Who is the bad guy in this situation Today Our listener DM is dealing with some drama Before Friday's Royals game And they need our help They said My ex and I have been separated for 18 months He has a new girlfriend of about 5 months We discussed that he would wait at least six months before introducing her to our kids. Now, our daughter is playing during the intermission of a Royals game, so I invited him to watch with us, but he tells me he needs three tickets. He wants to bring his girlfriend and her son to the game. I think it's a terrible idea. I want my kids to look back on the night and remember my youngest getting to play in the intermission, not it being the night they meet their dad's new family. Am I the bad guy for making him for asking him to make his introduction another time and another way? Ooh, okay. Well, um, maybe like easy intro, busy place, you know, no pressure versus sitting at a dinner table for that first meeting. And they're so close to that six month mark that, you know, this person may turn into the stepmom. I know I'm jumping the gun, but if it doesn't pan out or if it does pan out that way, and she couldn't be a part of this, like, cool moment, intermission game at the Royals, because of politics? Well, that's too bad. You make some valid points, but I'm going to say, they made this agreement that they would wait at least six months. A lot can happen in a month. What if he brings the girlfriend and then they break up? That's awkward. You're putting the kids in a weird spot. And I see what you're saying. Yes, it could be nice having those distractions. If there's a lull in conversation, you can focus on the game. But that's still a long time to be sitting with strangers. And also the way that the seats are set up in an arena, it's not really conducive to having a conversation and properly meeting someone. So I think it'd just be this weird thing of like the kids being like, okay, there's this strange lady with my dad. I can't even talk to them. I don't know how to process these feelings. I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea. I'm on our listener side this morning. All right. But what about you? It's your time to weigh in. Text 107-300, call 386-1073, and just tell us who's the bad guy before this Royals game. Virgin Mornings with Brittany and Chris featuring Bailey. Listen live weekdays 5.30 to 10 a.m. On 107.3 Virgin Radio. Our DMs are always open if you want to share us with your, share your situation with us anonymously, and then we bring it to the people and find out who the bad guy is. Here it is. My ex and I have been separated for about 18 months. He has a new girlfriend of about five months. We discussed that he would wait at least six months before introducing her to our kids. Our daughter is playing during the intermission of a Royals game, so I invited him to watch with us, but he tells me he needs three tickets. He wants to bring his girlfriend and her son to the game. I think that's a terrible idea. I want my kids to look back on the night and remember my youngest getting to play in the intermission, not it being the night they meet their dad's new family. 
Am I the bad guy for asking him to make his introduction another time in another way? If you want to get in on the conversation, you can always call us at 386-1073. Like Lauren, what do you think this morning? Um, I definitely think the dad is the bad guy here. I understand that he might want his new girlfriend to be involved in this special moment with his daughter. However, he can take pictures and share that with her. Like, they've only been together five months. Sorry, but you're not that special. Like, this (laughs) isn't the only time that they can meet his kids. Okay, thank you very much, Lauren. Kelly here. Sorry, friend. You don't get to make that decision for your ex. You're apart now. And unfortunately, there are going to be a lot of things you'll do differently with and for the kids. It sucks and has the potential to be a long, hard road. You can share your concerns, but he's going to do what he's going to do, whether you like it or not. And so will you. That's a very good point. Alicia texting in saying, let the kid have their special moment at intermission without bringing family dynamics into it. The dad shouldn't bring the new girlfriend. What do you think on this one today? The upcoming Royals game. Got to make some decisions here. Uh, text us 107-300. Call 386-1073 and weigh in on who's the bad guy today. Virgin Mornings with Brittany and Chris featuring Bailey. Wake up. 107-3. Virgin Radio. Victoria. All right. Family's going to a Royals game and there's some drama that we need to help unfold. Yeah, it's another round of who's the bad guy. What do you think in this one? This is what our listener DM'd us. They said, my ex and I have been separated for about 18 months. He has a new girlfriend of about five months. We discussed that he would wait at least six months before introducing her to our kids. Our daughter is playing the intermission of a Royals game, so I invited him to watch with us. But he tells me he needs three tickets. He wants to bring his girlfriend and her son to the game. I think it's a terrible idea. I want my kids to look back on the night and remember my youngest getting to play in the intermission, not in being the night they met their dad's new family. Am I the bad guy for asking him to make his introduction another time and another way? Thank you for reaching out to us this morning and uh, sharing the story. Uh, What do you think on this situation? You can always call 386-1073. Randy, you're up. I think the dad's the bad guy. Okay, why? Because it's a moment for his child. What I mean by moment is like a special occasion, something that you're going to pull back in your memory banks and remember. And I feel like needing what could maybe, Chris is right, potentially a year or two down the road end up being a family member, a step-parent, that should hold its own special memory and it should be done on a separate thing. It shouldn't be attached to something else. All right, that's one side of the argument, whereas we got Danica commenting on Facebook saying, I actually think this is a great idea. Easy intro in a busy place with lots of distractions around. This will take the pressure off everyone. Plus, it's really cool that the girlfriend and her son want to come and support your daughter. I could be swayed. That's a good argument, Danica. Thank you for that. Susan texting into 107-300. I can see both sides, but maybe the mother is making it on her terms. Maybe she should ask the daughter. The daughter may not know about the girlfriend already, and she might be kind of excited. Who knows? The daughter may know about the girlfriend already. The daughter, yeah. Yeah, you said may not. Ah, got it. Yeah, but that's all right. Uh, We did get a follow-up message from our listener saying that the kids don't know he's dating yet, so asking their opinion isn't an option. Yeah, okay. So that's the only thing. But it it could be just something to bring up beforehand. Maybe if they just give the kids a heads up. That could make it easier, whereas it seems like it's kind of going to happen ambush style at the game. The kids get no heads up, and that could be a little dicey. Very much so. And it is tough, too, because if you're asking them, they you know, they want to make dad happy. They want dad yeah. at the game. So maybe whether they actually feel it or not, they're going to say, yeah, sure, she can come. 
Anyways, what yeah. do you think on this one? That seems like a really adult decision to ask a kid to yeah. make, which kind of seems a little unfair. Very much so. Uh, text 107-300, call us 386-1073, and tell us who is the bad guy in this situation this morning. <laughs> it's Virgin Mornings with Brittany and Chris, featuring Bailey. 107-3. Virgin Radio. Victoria. Virgin Mornings wants to know. Who's the bad guy? Who's the bad guy? We're just moments away from giving you the the results of this Royals game family drama. But in case you missed it, this is the DM we got from our listener this week. They said, my ex and I have been separated for 18 months. He has a new girlfriend of about five months. We discussed that he would wait at least six months before introducing her to our kids. Our daughter is playing during the intermission of a Royals game, so I invited him to watch with us. But he tells me he needs three tickets. He wants to bring his girlfriend and her son to the game, and I think it's a terrible idea. I want my kids to look back on the night and remember my youngest getting to play in the intermission, not in being the night they meet their dad's new family. Am I the bad guy for asking him to make his introduction another time and another way? Just before we get to the results, some last-minute texts coming in to 107-300. Jesse, uh, when the dad made the agreement to hold off until six months, he had no emotional commitment to this new woman. But five months later, he obviously has a lot more invested into the relationship as he now wants to introduce her and her son to his child. The mom shouldn't be trying to control what the dad does. If he is a healthy person, he will be making the best choices for his situation and children. Rochelle texting in as well to 107-300 saying, Having the experience of being a child with separated parents at the age of seven, I would not want the surprise of meeting my dad's new girlfriend and her kids at an event where I'm already probably going to be nervous. Yeah. Or perhaps maybe if the kid... maybe. Be- or perhaps maybe if the child was talked to about it beforehand and he and she, he or she says it's fine with it. So a lot of people talking about give the kids a heads up. Don't just ambush them at the game with the new girlfriend and her son. Yeah, but will you get their true feelings by giving them the heads up? Yeah, that's the hard thing as well. For sure. Laura, I think the dad is the bad guy. This is about the kid and her special moment. Let the introduction be at a time when that can be the special moment. Thank you so much for all of your comments and texts this morning. We really appreciate it. Now, should our listener let her ex bring his girlfriend to the game? 76% of you have said no. No girlfriend, no son. Keep it about the the little girl playing hockey during the intermission. Mm -hmm. So there we go. Now our listener has all of these texts, this information. They can go forward, and we'll just have to wait and see what they do. I wonder how that'll do in the argument. Look, see what the radio station said? Yeah, and then he could be like, look, see what the other people said? (laughs) Have we solved anything today? Who knows? But if you're ever in a situation you want to know who the bad guy is, you can always DM us on Facebook and Instagram. We'll keep it anonymous, and we could be sharing your story next Tuesday. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. On 107.3 Virgin Radio. Happy Lunar New Year. Happy Lunar New Year. We're here. We've left the ox. We've now become the year of the tiger. It's very exciting. Uh, what are you? What's your... Year of the sheep. Ah, yes. Yeah, good old sheep. How about you? You are not a follower. <laughs> uh, I am a dog. Oh, very loyal. You yeah. definitely have that golden retriever energy, yes. so that makes sense. I'll take that. Uh, the tiger, what does that mean? The tiger is an animal that symbolizes strength and being brave. Makes sense. If you are a tiger, it would be 1986. Uh, there's a number of years. but uh, every 86, pro- 98, 2010, and then this year. So any babies born this year will be year of the tiger. Okay. Uh, let's see here. It says tigers are known for their fiery passion, daring, and fearlessness. 
They are universally respected and revered for their courage by both friends and foes. Tigers seem to be the epitome of contradictions because their personality is so dynamic they can go from being fiery and fearless to calm and emotional in the blink of an eye. Ooh, all right. Everyone that's Year of the Tiger, get ready for a fiery, passionate year. That's right. I like it. Well, happy Lunar New Year. And um, yeah, because of that, we're giving away 75 bucks to Mayfair Shopping Center. Just a reminder, that happens on Friday morning. Yes, you could listen for your chance to win 70 bu- 75 bucks like Kelsey did last Friday. Be listening. We'll do that around like 8.40 on yeah. Friday. You got to know your Mayfair Mall shopping establishments. So you got to remember the stores that they got there. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. On 107.3 Virgin Radio. We're only a few weeks away from giving away $100,000. So much freaking money. And what a family day that's going to be. We got the $1,000 daily prize as well. But let's talk about that $100K. $100K. Forget thinking about work. Forget thinking about the stresses of life. Think about what you would do with that $100K. I'm, I'm liking your idea, Bailey. Van life. Jordan and I were talking about it over the weekend. We were driving through Jordan River. And, you know, you see all the vans there, people getting ready to go surfing. We're like, yes, after the wedding, post-honeymoon, we're saving up for a van. Do it. How sick would it be if you just won $100,000 to get a van? You could buy the coolest van ever. 100%. You could buy a retrofitted van. You could do all the things. I saw a couple on Broad Street with this sweet-looking setup. They had gas tanks in the back like they were going into the bush. Yeah, that's our thing. We would live in that van. Yeah. And just drive around, start a vlog or something. Jordan do his video thing. Yeah. yeah. So I just got to find a job that's a little bit more mobile. What are you seeing? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, but this is like five years away. I can't okay. even win the $100,000. But okay. you could yes. win the $100,000. Start dreaming. What would you spend that money on? But first things first. Yeah, the first step to get that keyword. Uh, 8 o'clock is when the first one goes out. Then every two hours after that until 6 o'clock, we give out a keyword. You take it to 1073virginradio.ca. That is the website. You enter it there, and then you sit tight. Maybe you get the daily 1000 or the 100 k Either way. Could get a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. We're giving that away on family day, so best of luck. Enjoying the podcast? Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. on 107.3 Virgin Radio. Can you see it? Uh, I could see a little bit of something. Oh, it's getting better. Yeah, what's going on with your face? There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I cut it. I was walking. I had some roofing panels on the top of my vehicle. Oh, yeah. And so they're sticking off the back. And I was walking around just kind of with my head down, and the corner of this plastic roofing panel caught me centimeters from my eye. Oh, gosh. And then just straight down my cheek. And I was like, I actually paused for a moment, and I went and sat in the car before I finished tying it off and thought, almost lost my eyeball. Oh, my gosh. Because it was that close. I kind of thought, man, that's crazy. Well, at least you're okay, and all you have is just this big, wicked scratch from about the bridge of your nose down to the bottom of your cheek. Yeah. It's intense. Yeah, it's a good little one. My daughter's like, what happened, Dad? And the first thing everybody said in my house, oh, Mickey. <laughs> That's what I thought when you showed it right? to me. I thought she scratched you. No, it wasn't that. It was my own silly fault. I hurt my face, so that's what we want to know this morning. How did you hurt your face? How did you mess up your face? Okay, well, we're going back in time. Uh, little baby Bailey is probably about seven or eight years old. 
playing in the backyard with a metal baseball bat. Uh-oh. Wasn't playing baseball. Okay. But I was just like carrying it around. I don't know, just having fun with it. And I decided that me and Mr. Baseball Bat were going to go down the slide together. Ah. So I'm holding it in my arms. And vertical. Vertical. Yeah. And soon realize that uh, when you go down a slide with a bat and it hits the base of the grass... Doesn't have a knee. No. Uh, gravity <laughs> will send it right into your eyeball, oh. and you will get a very wicked black eye. Oh, no. Yeah. So I looked like someone had punched me in the face hard. Oh, man. But yeah. All because of this bat. Yeah, I never played with that baseball bat ever again. That's why you hate baseball. That's probably part of it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this morning? How did you accidentally mess up your face? Tell us. Text 107-300. Call 386-1073. Virgin Mornings with Brittany and Chris featuring Bailey. Listen live weekdays 5.30 to 10 a.m. On 107.3 Virgin Radio. You want to hear your face injury stories this morning. And Chris, Johnny called you out hard. What? <laughs> Johnny from the afternoon show? Yeah, so Chris has a big scratch right now from about his tear duct down to the middle of his cheek and Johnny commented saying wow remember that time you threw Mufasa off that cliff <laughs> you do kind of look like Scar <laughs> that's, what, that's actually what Heather said too kind of look like Scar son of a Johnny Novak I <laughs> uh, got another one here face injuries when did you accidentally injure your face Samantha pulling up the blankets in bed and my hand slipped off my weighted one and stabbed my thumbnail into the tear duct area. I had a crescent-shaped scab and wounded pride. My coworkers (laughs) wouldn't let me live it down. Oh, you got to hate it when the blankets fight back. Oh, my goodness. That's the thing with the face. Most of the injuries are like... Things like that, where you yeah. do it to yourself, and you're like, ugh. Yeah, you've got so many superficial blood vessels, so that if you have even the most minor injury, it usually bleeds yeah. or bruises so easily. Totally. Looks way more dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh. my uh, true crime knowledge yeah, coming that, out this morning. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> Lots of podcasts under my belt. There you go. If you want, you can call in your face injury stories this morning, like Jody, give us yours. My brother, when he was 10... He was riding his BMX bike out in Hope, BC at the campground. The sun was in his face, so he didn't see the turn, and he rode his bike right through a barbed wire fence. <gasps> um, and he ripped his face apart a millimeter closer to his eye, and half of his cheek was uh, hanging off of the fence. Oh! Yeah, that's not a superficial wound. No, that's, that's like... That's a real, real wound. Yeah, he's obviously here today, so that's good, oh, but... Oh, gosh. That's a rough one. Face injuries. You got one. Text 107-300. It's Virgin Mornings with Brittany and Chris featuring Bailey. 107-3, Virgin Radio, Victoria. I sliced my face. (laughs) Yeah, you did. I walked into a roofing panel off the back of my car, just was looking down. Ah, so close to my eye. I kept like reliving the moment because I was like, I could not have an eye right now. Yeah, it's pretty so It's pretty wicked. If you want to see a photo of Chris's scratch, it's on the Virgin Radio Facebook page this morning. And we're getting some great stories of self-inflicted face injuries today. That's the thing with the face. You never, you don't mean to. And usually you got arms or legs or something else to take the injury. But yeah. those face injuries, they just happen so randomly. Brenda, I had a flu and was in the bathroom. Ended up fainting while getting sick and fell face first onto the floor and the wall and into the ice cream oh. pail I was holding, cut my lip open and had to get five stitches. Oh, gosh. A way to just make it worse. Right? You're already sick. 
Ugh. And that's the thing. Like, you fall face first and you hit the edge of an ice cream pail. Like, you can't write this stuff. I'm just glad the ice cream pail was empty. Because, you know, we've all used an ice cream pail or a bowl. Oh, yeah. When you've had the flu. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I'm glad it wasn't worse for Brenda. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Holly getting on the conversation as well, saying, dropped something in the bushes, leaned over to pick it up, and stabbed myself yes, on a branch. I've done that. Hiking. Definitely had that hiking. You get the close call of a branch yeah, near your eye. eyeball. Ooh. Holly, another one saying, I was taking a bulky blanket out of the dryer. It got stuck, so I pulled really hard. It came loose, and I punched myself. Boom. <laughs> yeah, classic. And Lisa, thank you very much. I smacked my fel- myself in the face with my blow dryer and gave myself a black eye. Oh, gosh. The lengths we go through just to look beautiful sometimes. I feel like that could be a whole nother topic because Heather's like burnt her neck with her flat iron, like hair blow, hair dryer and flat iron injuries. I literally have a burn on my thumb from my curling iron yesterday. Yeah, see? It's a dangerous world you guys are living in. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> just going to start wearing a toque from now on. <laughs> Call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Virgin Mornings Victoria, on demand. Listen live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 a.m. on 107.3 Virgin Radio.